It's the Friendly Fire Show episode 247 for September 2023. We've been gone for a month and we have like one thing to talk about. I'm one of your co-hosts, Steve Wright. Joining me, other co-host, Ben Salter. Hello, Ben. Do we get straight into it or do we do like trip banter banter? I think we get straight into it. There's there's only one thing that's happened as far as I can tell in all the video games for the past month. And that is Xbox released a game. Well, technically Bethesda <laughs> released a game, but it's close enough to Xbox doing it. Uh, they haven't really released many this generation, at least not on their own platform. Their biggest games, also from Bethesda, were often on other platforms or cross-gen. Besides Flight Simulator, this is kind of the first one, which is a, a Series X and S exclusive. Uh, and it's pretty good. Fair to say it got a mixed reception. It's called Starfield uh, as well. Did you mention? Called Starfield. Yeah. Uh, well, they, there's, you knew there's we, only one. There's only one. People I think knew what by we now, were talking about. Everyone's done their deep dive by now. Um, certainly one of the more mixed receptions I've seen for this kind of level of AAA exclusive. And I don't necessarily get it. Like for, for me, I was expecting not to love it that much because I, I just feel a bit like I'm over the big, massive, sprawling, open, keep going forever games. And it's, it's kind of not that. It, it could be if you wanted it to be, but it's, it's not exploration at all. And I think that's where people have been somewhat disappointed in that if you were looking for that big space sim, the No Man's Sky style where you go in and out of planet you're resource mining you're you're exploring for days this isn't that this is a, a bethesda quest based game that happens to be in space and that's actually exactly what i wanted yeah i totally agree it, it reminds me quite a lot of fallout which is one of my favorite series fallout 76 uh not well i guess 76 got better um but like three i three was one of the first proper rpgs i think i've ever really played um and it was just like instantly enamored i don't know if starfield manages to capture that in the same way that fallout 3 did um but it's in space it's not fully in space mm. so i'm sure we'll get to that but like I, I like the aesthetic i like the vibe i like the cutscenes of your ship landing and going from planet to planet or you know from space to galaxy or whatever um it's exactly what i wanted and if it's not exactly what i want from a space game there's like everspace 2 which has more of the it had, like really it has all the stuff that starfield doesn't so if you're like dead set on like mm. i want to fly from space to a planet like go play some everspace 2 that's on game pass so is starfield yeah like i think we were talking about that weeks ago like oh it's why would you play a space game if another space game is coming out it's because they're two very different space games and starfield is set in space but it's it's more of that kind of like you were saying the quest based kind of mm. kind of thing and like in the annoying and awesome at the same time bethesda way where like i was doing a quest for the free star alliance i think it was called just one of the factions and got into the little mission board because I had to prove my worth and it was, you know, to take out a, a enemy ship and I accidentally went into a system with enemy ships and good ships and shot the wrong ship and then, like, everyone on the planet when I returned was, like, super pissed at me and it's like, oh, I guess I need to either figure out how to make good on this or just go back to a, an earlier save. Um, but that's, that's like, a Bethesda game to me in a nutshell and it's been enjoyable. Mm. 
yeah, basically. Uh, I think that's that's why I've enjoyed it a lot too. You can the way that it kind of drip feeds and then pulls you along for quests is is kind of unrivaled, and I really like that. That's what I wanted. So I wouldn't say that it's actually you no know, exploration. Like you do explore quite different worlds and different planets, but you do it on quests. It's not kind of randomly roaming around doing nothing. You're always on a quest. That's what it wants you to be doing. That's what I really like about it. And I'm sure a lot of people don't. A lot of people who want that straight RPG don't want to be going from A to B all the time, which you essentially are. Um, but that's why I really like it. Like it's a, it's a way more engaging story than most of these games. Quite often I tune out for cutscenes and dialogue trees in games. I just get over it. But I've pretty much followed it all in this. I'm I'm into it. I'm into the factions. Um, like everyone always says, the faction quests in Bethesda games are always better than the main quests. So there's the four big boy factions. I would I've finished two of them so far. I'm definitely going to finish the other two before I finish the game. I'm not a New Game Plus person, so I'm not powering through to get there. Well, apparently uh, you need to be, but like, I not that I no. know, but anyway. Not my jam. Not my jam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's it, a game like this hasn't captivated me kind of for years where it's just like I just keep playing. And it's it's been out now probably, well, we're getting on two weeks um, from its real launch. Like it had, a, it had a second launch, which Xbox said was the real launch, but... The day that it's out and you can pay money and have it, that's that's the day that it released. So this game came out on the 1st of September. Yep. If you didn't pay that much, it came out on the 6th of September. Um, that's actually my main complaint with this game is I don't think they should be allowed to say day one game pass because it was actually day six game pass. Anyway, yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's just Microsoft being dodgy. But I've, yeah, I played like 30 odd hours already, which is super rare for a game that I'm I'm not writing anything about. Uh, I've somehow fit into my schedule, which does not have time for this. And yet I just keep playing it. Like it's really good and it's, it's, it hasn't lost me at all. I, I just want to keep playing it. It's really fun to play even probably somewhat similar to how you got really into destiny. Like just the gameplay probably grabbed you and you wanted to keep looting up. I just want to keep improving my guy, uh, and, and pushing through the quest lines. Normally I never do side quests, but I'm doing a bunch here. And stealing ships and making mm. money um i think it's, it's been out for long enough i don't think we need to spoil any like story beats or anything no. especially I, I think i'm only like 10 or 12 hours in because i was in canada and i was like chomping at the bit to get some game time in but you know like also see family so that kind of trumped it um but where was i going with that i have no idea something about stealing ships and things you can do and that yeah. will as the game has been out for longer, we'll see more and more just cool, weird stuff, probably similar to what happened with Tears of the Kingdom. As people play and, and get through it more, some like weird chip building is going to happen. People are going to find stuff uh, which which we don't really know about, and it's just going to keep kind of evolving. And it's, in a sense, it might be a game that's fun to play three months after launch when a lot of that stuff is known and it's revealed and, and some of the glitches and things are ironed out. But for a Bethesda Softworks game, it's it's a pretty smooth experience. Like, it's it's not super glitchy. Yes, the standard Bethesda bugs are there. Quite often, one of your NPC characters, you can have someone following you. Uh, they will just like be sitting on you, or they will just appear like <laughs> where you're meant to be. Or earlier today, big robot guys just standing in the door of the way. Like I'm trying to get through to my own cockpit, and he's just standing there. And it's like, guy, get out of the way. Uh, that type of stuff happens, but it, it's it's pretty well smooth and polished by Bethesda standards, and it runs well at 30 frames. Like as much as that's a little annoying for a current gen only game um I, it's slow enough pace that like it's not a super quick first person shooter it's and you can play a totally third person if you like um but it's it's slow enough that it doesn't really matter 
I've been playing in third person because I think it looks great and I want to see my man that I made and I want to see the cool gear that I got and I totally went into the lodge and like stole the spacesuit through the the crack and the the little chain yeah Yeah. Um, and I like I like trying to steal ships that look cool and then I try to figure out if I need to spend money oh that's what I was that's where I was going with I eventually got there Um, what perks did you pick up at the start because I, I own a house, and I don't know why I picked that one. Well, it's an empty house that well, I never visit, and I dropped 125,000 credits on, and I don't understand why I did that, if I'm being perfectly honest. I didn't follow that quickly enough. I was skimming through, making my guy, and like you pick class or whatever you choose, so I chose Bowtown to. That seemed like my what I'd be doing. Um, and then I looked at the perks, and it kind of said optional for all of them, and most of them had a negative as well. It was like, you gain from this but detract from this and i kind of thought oh, i can add those later like when it's like you can change your person later i think it meant change your appearance later which you can do i don't now see a way i can add perks well i added none of them no um so don't have any i think i also picked parents and then i, I think is being empathic one of them or have i just built empathy up if you go no. into like dialogue choices do you get like empathy all the time like that pops up like every no okay. I, I get i get various bounty hunter ones and then i put heaps of skills into or two skills into persuasion so i get that all the time um a few others like that and a few from the the factions i'm part of i did the sneaky one now so it's like a proper mm. f- like fallout style where it says like hidden and detected at the top of the screen in the center love it yeah well that's actually a good point one of the best early early skills to pick because you do need to they're in tiers so you do need to kind of pick you need to spend enough in like row one to be able to buy from row two and then three and so on. So some of them are really hard to get to. Um, yeah, without buying the sneak skill, at least level one, you can't sneak because you don't have the meter. Yep. Um, if, you, if you're if you a bounty hunter like me, you start with the, the jetpack boost, but otherwise that's not a default thing either. You need to buy at least one skill level in that. Same with some of the ship stuff, like you won't have thrusters and auto aiming or targeted aiming on your ship. That's probably an important one. Um, wait, wait's a big one. I feel like uh, wait's <coughs> annoying. It's it, yeah. I am constantly overburdened, and it's mm. that thing of like you start a you start a Bethesda game and you pick up everything. Oh, like, ooh, a microscope and a and a tin yeah, plate and a yeah. Um, I picked you don't up get the, money. You don't get heaps from selling stuff. Like I make more money now from just doing the missions I'm up to. Uh, what I did do to somewhat fix that is so your ship by default its cargo hold has about four hundred kilos in it um but then i just did the ship builder added on two more storage components and now my ship without touching the skills for it at all can hold a thousand and something so that's that's plenty i'm never going over that and if i am it's junk time to sell it and so like i've heard more about starfield than i think i've actually experienced playing at this point because everyone's talking about it but like there's so much Mm. that is just kind of like figure it out yourself i I like it and i hate it at the same time like apparently there's a way like if you're on a planet to just immediately transfer things to your ship without like going to yeah. the cock. Oh, I get. I don't know. Maybe there. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. Like, there's so many things that I don't quite understand that I'm just like, I'll figure out later. That I need to really actually get my head around like that. Okay. Like, it, it seems like there's an easier way to like transfer things to and from your ship inventory without having like. I know there's a little like screen beside my cockpit. I think in the frontier where like. You just have to be there, but apparently there's an easier way. And then I don't know how to then take all that stuff and sell it in a way that's easy, that wouldn't be just annoyingly back and forth. So I've you kind of just like forgotten do about that. it. 
basically when you're at your ship you just click inventory and then right bumper takes you to um cargo hold which is then moving across you don't need to go to the screen at all and within like three four hundred meters of your ship it works so i don't know how to do it any further away than that oh. when you're in a store you can just go sell and then one more across is sell from ship cargo hold so you don't actually need to be at your ship same with crafting you can just craft from stuff that's in your ship cargo um what you can't do is if you buy ship spare parts if you keep them on yourself when you need to repair your ship in combat doesn't work needs to be in the cargo okay doesn't tell you that either but you'd never have those on your person anyway because they're so damn heavy but i did because i bought them (laughs) and i forgot that i bought them and then i'm immediately in combat ah okay well there you go first first world problems easy mistakes to make i I like it though like that kind of thing is sort of exciting and and making you feel like yeah. you're kind of on out in the unknown and you know you're having to figure it out yourself um, it's a lot of that yeah. there's a lot of that uh and it's like fallout but not like the way that you were explaining the the perks and things it's not like special you don't put like 10 to s to get this and that and the other you with sneaking as an example you can sneak and then you know level it up from one to two you have to pickpocket five people or whatever that's probably not exactly it but things like that he'll he'll damage with a med pack uh, to get the the boost i had to d- use the jump boost thing in combat 10 times there's all these things that you have to kind of do before you can tear up a specific point and yeah. then you know like there's four or five levels of things in science or tech as an example and you have to put in you know like three points into the first line to get access to the things in the second line and so on and so forth so it's 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 kind of more like a fallout 76 way of doing perks and and leveling up your character and like fallout vats is is gone unless you're counting ship combat because you can level up targeting and then you know that's basically vats to me it kind of goes slow-mo you pick a system and you wail upon it like you would yeah, a kinda. limb or a, a head or whatever in in fallout speak so there's it's familiar but not i i think it's it's a weird mix of kind of modern gameplay but also like very bethesda old school here's seven million menus just like have at it but like not in a way that it yeah. annoys me many points there uh combat <laughs> briefly i would say when i first played the first few minutes i was kind of thinking this is real junk like janky old school out of dated horrible combat but the more i played it it's actually it's bethesda's most modern game by by a country mile and it, it kind of feels like maybe it's soft contributed a little bit because the the gunplay is way better than it's been in previous um bethesda games you don't necessarily have to use guns you could be a full-on melee build if you want it's probably harder to do that like it's kind of flipping skyrim you that's kind of the alternative rather than the default yeah um but yeah, I actually find it works really well. It's still RPG based, so it's the, like your stats are going to bear more rather than where you actually hit someone. Like headshots versus body shots does make a huge difference. It's all about what weapon you're using against what type of enemy. Um, but it, it's, it feels really good. It's more, it's very much action RPG than pure RPG or real time, uh, which is again what I wanted. Like it, it keeps the pace up pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think it's easier in first person, I think just because it's a shooter. So I'm finding it much like I, I jump between both depending on what I'm doing. When you're kind of jetpacking around and you're trying to do a sneaky, I don't want to run up five ladders. So if I just make it from this rock over to that ledge, I can probably jetpack there. Um, that needs to be done third person. Otherwise, you would never make it. But it, it is like that's not the greatest mechanic. Um, forget what else you were talking about because there were so many, oh, menus, so many menus. things. Yes. The menus are atrocious. Terrible <laughs> UI. 
they've they've tried to go really simplified, minimalistic, modern, and through doing that, one, it explains nothing, and two, it's probably for like 10, 15 hours. It's really hard to actually remember where to go for stuff. Yeah. It's it's I'm trying to make things easier. They've made it way harder. What I only learned like 24 plus hours in is if you just hold down hamburger, the star map opens. I, for this whole time, was going pause, go over to map, like because I, I kept thinking the one that I keep meaning to call select 10 years in, I still don't know what Xbox calls that button. The one on the left, select. I kept thinking like Square that's going to be map, like like it is in every other game, uh, but no, that's go third or first person. So yeah. I just thought, oh, they haven't mapped it, and because they've done such a poor job with the menu, it, it made sense. It's hard to see like when you go to your inventory what stuff weighs versus what it costs versus like I tried to do it by category, but it's it's not great. Um, once you get the hang of it, it's okay, but it, it doesn't explain anything. It's not that easy to figure it out. I keep getting i keep dumping digi picks because they're in misc mm. and like i just i usually dump all the misc things because they're misc it's you don't need it's misc things stuff. you need aid and weapons and like one helmet and one suit and one but yeah uh when i do have digi picks that's like one of the most fun and engaging things in starfield yeah. like using the the digital lock picking mini game is I have I, I I could play that as a game on its own for hours and hours on end. It's just I I don't know if you like it as much as I do. I just think it's the best thing since sliced bread. Definitely one of the best lockpick mini games. Probably the best actually. Uh, it, it's it's fun and it's useful and it's the way that it goes from novice to master, advanced, expert, whatever it does. It it gets more complicated in a way that it's kind of sometimes you're like, is it going to be worth my extra time? They take longer as you move up. It's not just you need a higher skill, which you do, but it's also you need to think about it more. The puzzle gets harder. Sometimes it's like in this situation, I'm just opening a random box. There's a chance that you're using a, an advanced lock and it's just going to be nothing in there. Yeah, there's like, some so mac and cheese chunks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's actually, a, is it going to be worth my time? And you kind of think about, do I want to break into there? If it's into a room or into a building or something, it's it's probably more, actually, that's going to be like a, a better way to finish this objective. I bet you there's like a sneaky way around. That's why that's locked so high. So that it, it's implemented really well. Yeah, I love it. Um, I don't know what else there is to say, to be honest. I, like, I just feel like we... I, we powered through this really quickly and i need to collect my thoughts i i don't think i've done a lot of the main quest line i think i found like three artifacts i don't know if that's good or bad and i've barely oh, moved heaps. i've barely moved off new atlantis i've been to sam Coe's planet and i've been i feel like i've been some other main hub thing i don't know i've been dealing Quite with the crimson the crimson people the fleet thank you have you and, joined all the factions as all, all four what are the all of them? I've joined like the Vanguard, Star, the Vanguard, and the other one. The, um, oh, the other one. one? Crimson I don't, Fleet, Freeze. Is it on Neon? I haven't been to Neon yet. I've oh yeah, Neon. Neon. It's, not... it's like Neon is Cyberpunk. The game, like these guys played Cyberpunk and they're like, oh, we'll have some of that. It's exactly that. Um, but it's kind of cool. Like the all the factions are so different in their their approach to things and the style and and kind of the worlds. And so I think it's I think they're really fun to play. Um, I'm probably halfway through the main quest line, but not going too quick. Um, some of the the other just random quests are pretty fun too. Like I did the one called Mantis, and that's how I got my yeah. ship now and, and my Mantis suit. Like I'm just rocking that ship for the rest of the game now. I've upgraded it a bit. I'm not leaving it behind now. 
I sold like mine because my Frontier I'd upgraded enough that it was it was, it was better worthwhile to sell the Mantis. But yeah, that was really fun. That was neat. That quest. Yeah. So, and I think because you're always on quest, you, you do spend time back at the lodge, like your initial home base. You can chat to people. You can build your relationships with those NPCs if you want. You, you don't have to. You can kind of get a bit more out of them, a few different quests if you do choose to do that. Um, you can kind of pick the ones you actually like and more or less ignore the others. So yeah. that's also a perk. Um, yeah, it's like there's a, there is still that option. It's like it, it feels kind of linear in a way that you're always just pushing to the next objective. And I love the fast travel. I know a lot of people hate it because it's it kind of cuts out the whole space element and you could almost not even see space for a lot of this game because you can just go from New Atlantis in your house, basically, to a mission that is multiple star systems away and you're suddenly on that planet as well. That's great. I, if you want, you can walk all the way back to your ship, walk in the back, walk over to the cockpit, sit down, launch, watch the animation back into space, then when you're in space, use your grab drive to actually jump to another star system. Then from there, land at the planet, walk out of your ship, go to the thing. If you want to do that, you can do all that. I would hate to be doing that all the time. So I'm, I'm, I think that's why that's actually a huge part of why I'm so invested in this game is it keeps moving at a pace. Like you finish one quest and then you're suddenly right into the next one without that messing around. I'm of two minds about that because yes, I like the convenience, especially when I have like, I know I have 25 minutes or something. I just want to bang out a whole bunch of stuff because I'm excited. Um, the exploration comes in around getting from place to place because yeah. I like the way that you pick up kind of side quests. It's like really organic. Like you walk past two people talking uh, as, a, as opposed to like, you know, seeing a quest marker on the screen and walking up to it to, you know, pick something up. You know, you walk past two people chatting about the friend who is having trouble paying for their ship to be fixed or something. I don't know. I'm making this up. And then, like, that picks up a quest where you go, oh, okay, maybe I should go and try to find this person who's, you know, like, standing at a ship vendor arguing. And then, you know, he'll give me a job I can do. Or Like, I don't know. I'm making stuff up. But I like how you, if you spend the time and do that kind of exploration, you will there, there will absolutely be a benefit to you, and that you'll pick up all this extra stuff. Um, and if you're just a main quest burn through it kind of person, yeah, that's not going to be great for you. But I, I think I've found more enjoyment and fun, and definitely spent more time so far just kind of stumbling upon things and you know seeing those through to the end, and then going, oh yeah, I'm like supposed to be finding artifacts or something and, i don't know probably saving the galaxy or something like yeah i'll get back to that in a second like even i think sarah sarah i was sarah was my companion for a good long while she like made a comment to me about it she's like are you are you just gonna keep like kind of dicking around and not doing the the main thing i'm like yeah i am deal with it and she didn't like it sarah didn't like a lot of things that i did so i kind of switched her out for sam as quickly as i possibly could so well, i think I he's cooler oh i see I'm in, a, I'm in a spot in the main story where I don't currently have Sarah. Um, I did for ages as well. I had Robot Guy for a while. I had Different Woman for a while whose name I can't even remember. I had Sam for a little while. I kind of moved them all around. I'm, I'm not that loyal to any of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like I'm not normally a side quest guy. I'm normally a power through the main quest. That would not be the way to play Starfield. There's only like 20-odd main missions that you have to do. There's, there's Constellation missions, which are not technically main missions. Um, that's just more artifacts, basically. Yep. Uh it's it's the side quests that make it fun, or more to the point, it's the faction quests that make it fun. And they, I would almost call the faction quests main missions, optional main missions. They're of yeah. higher quality. They have a legitimate. They're fully handcrafted because I know there are some procedurally generated 
random side missions too. Yeah. But the the factions all look fully legit. Um, tell quite interesting stories. Your decisions that you make actually impact them quite a lot. Uh, and so it's it's yeah, it's definitely the way to play. And it's I agree. You you do explore when, without realizing you're exploring. It's it's not that uh, Skyrim or even Fallout kind of go from one city to the other, and that the journey is the more important than the destination where you find stuff along the way. It's that part's kind of gone because you do fast travel to the next planet, but there's a bit of a walk from where you land quite often to where you're actually trying to get to, and they're a lot more alive than than say a little village in Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, so like. Things are happening, like people say stuff, and you can you can delve right into that if you want, or you can run right by it, and you will, yeah, you, you get a bit more of a sense of the world, and it looks pretty good. Like I think I think screens for this game when they kind of showed it, the characters have that classic Bethesda look where they're just a little uncanny valley, and, and it's kind of like just looks a bit because you, yeah. they always zoom in on the face, and it's a bit like you're looking at them for too long, doesn't quite look like a current gen exclusive. But the worlds do. Like the the yeah. planets look really good, except for the water, which has been pointed out. If you look at like a lake or something, it's like, oh, that's that's straight out of the PS2 era. Not Bethesda's jet, but like space looks really good. The physics is actually really um, quite amazing. Actually, how well things react to each other, like random objects. And the test of if you leave something somewhere on a planet, like anywhere, you leave an item somewhere it'll still be there 10 hours later. Like, everything you do is saved. So will the bodies. Is, <laughs> so will the bodies. And that's, like, that's actually kind of a, a current-gen feature we haven't seen all that much, but something that I don't think would be possible at all last generation. And it, it, it just makes it feel a little more alive and, like, what you're doing actually makes sense. Makes your cloud save take forever if you're bouncing between two Xboxes like I am. Like, I'm yeah. at the point now where it's, like, a, give it two, three minutes to sync. Uh, but it's like I think that's all just part of making it quite engrossing and, and great to just kind of stay in as well. Yeah, and like I was I was playing on like the X screen for most of the time I was playing in Canada, so you know like it was Xbox Series S. No frame rates were fine. It looked good. It was you know like oh this is pretty good. Um, like playing on my proper monitor and on the TV at home on the X. Like, it's not like, oh, the X is making it so much more powerful, but like, it's just bigger. And, and, you know, we were talking about that with like the ROG ally, like, you know, the little screen, you know, I lose the detail, you get it on a bigger screen, Mm -hmm. you can actually see more things. And it's, it's pretty, it's really pretty. The, the, the character NPCs are, are glassy eyed, creepy, like five nights at freddy's kind of like animatronic monsters but i don't know that's almost at some point some of the charm about a bethesda game as well and like you know like yeah i'll take that over there's i haven't run into any real huge bugs apart from like the people getting in the way like you were saying the one time i stole something and like all the indicators are going off like i was a naughty naughty person people were going to try to chase me down and like just no one cared for like a good 20 minutes into like being on that planet and then as soon as like something clicked like i was just like evil incarnate so again like oh time to go find a quick save 20 seconds and that is 20 minutes ago there are so many saves that they know that stuff like that happens so you can normally save it from that um i would say yeah like the the biggest glitches are kind of when i've had like i've been in a dialogue tree with someone and often your npc character will just jump in Sometimes yeah. they would just join the conversation. Sometimes you can pick their conversation option and, and change it if they have a skill in that area. But there were, I haven't seen it so much recently, but certainly the first few days, I'd be talking to someone and then it would cut to like Sarah or whoever's with me and they're just miles away or they're like walking away in the conversation <laughs> or they're just like in a lift like three floors down and it's like, yeah, what's going on here? 
Sarah kept telling me she had something to give me and I would interact with her and like there was no special dialogue option and I'd exhausted all like I was like tell me something about you ages ago so like there's no new dialogue to select so I'm like I guess I'll just go into her like let's trade and like looking at her inventory and there was like nothing of any value I'm like okay and like I so I backed out I'm like well maybe that'll shut her up but she like every 20 seconds I've got something to give you I'm like well give it to me like I don't I what is this so I just swapped her out I'm like you're done get out of here um yeah it's what was I going to talk about? There's something cool that I just completely forget. It'll come. It'll come back to me. Oh, for every like good digi pick, like lock picking game, I think the persuasion system is stupid. Like it's just, it, you need to put skills in it. Basically, it's, it's all based on what your skill is. Well, so yeah, like you get three chances or whatever, and there's all these different numbered pluses and like whether or not it's going to work. But like, I just find that it. I just wish it made more sense. Like, you're speaking to people, and you get a sense of, like, their personality. So I would like to think that I would understand which of the options were actually going to be persuasive to them. Or at least persuasive to my goal. And it's kind of just, like, quick save it and, like, guess. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I I can't see any actual logic to it apart from, like, chance, I suppose. But maybe I'm doing it wrong. It is chance. It's the green yellow red your chance of it working but then it's it gives you the number of, of bars it's going to fill out like if it works and you you got your number of turns to go so it's kind of figuring out what the risk risk reward is yeah um but i mean there have been like, that's the only one time that i had to reload an earlier save because i totally stuffed up what i was doing and i blew my cover the stealth wasn't working so i was like i'll just go back five minutes and yeah. the, it, it was before the conversation i'd had to start that and so i thought i'll try the persuasion again picked a different thing this time it worked and I skipped like what was looking like an hour of quest because it was like, oh, I'll just give you the thing. Yeah. It's like, actually, that is good. <laughs> well, yeah. So I like hamburger button, hamburger button, twice, quick save. Takes two seconds. I do, I'm, do it before I talk to someone, before I try to pickpocket something, before I talk to like a main quest giver to continue something in case like they give me three options and I pick the wrong one. Then I want to go, go, I want to go back and, you know, I'd, I'd rather do this one. It's, I don't think there's anything wrong with... Is it save scumming? I don't even know if it's save scumming because it's... That is save scumming, but I think in a <laughs> in a game like this where you really don't... It's not through your own fault. It's really you being... The game gives you no direction around what's going to happen sometimes. So it's... You have no idea what that dialogue is going to do. Quite often, you can be playing for hours and, and do things which you're kind of playing both sides and not even intentionally doing that. You just kind of pick options or you, you shoot someone and then you shoot one other guy and it's totally different repercussions even though... You, it's just two guys you killed, like no difference to me. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly you've totally changed the allegiance from like one little action. All those other things don't really matter. So you can never really tell. And normally I just kind of live with it, but I think it's fine if you want to go back and change something. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm like a, a secret agent minor guy who randomly just got given a ship and a robot dude and a whole new life yeah. like i'm amazing so like i just like it's part of my role playing i, sh- I should be able to persuade this guy it's not even a contest like, i'm just gonna keep loading until i do i think that's fine um god i do think that is a very fair criticism i think that the something that came through loud and clear for the launch reviews is very slow start uh, and, and it's not like it's a, it takes you 50 hours to get into it. It's not that level, but I would say it's a good 5 to 10 before it's actually... Like, if I just played the first five hours, I wouldn't have continued. It is it is slow. It feels... Especially if you thought it was going to be a bigger, more expansive, very exploration space sim game, 
It feels very controlled, very linear, very why am I mining for minerals? And since that first couple of hours, I've done almost no mining. Like I just buy my resource. It's cashed why? up now. No, no time for like mining stuff. I so, love scanning. I pretend I'm like data and I sing like the scanning for life form song is like I just run around the planet with the scanner open and it's like, oh, that's that's not fully shaded blue. I got to run up to you and hit A until you're solid. Don't do any of that. Love it. Um, are you an outpost guy as well then? Are you setting up a bunch of outposts? I haven't I've done none figured of that. out really how to do that yet. And like, I guess my house is technically an outpost, but also I don't have enough money and be. figure I don't have enough ability at this or brain power to figure out how to get resources there to build stuff in it so i just have this like palatial completely paid for empty home on a planet i've been to once to look at it because it was part of the quest oh cool. yeah I, that was a poor yeah. decision but i guess it depends how you play it like you could it looks like you could spend a lot of time in setting up outposts and auto mining stuff if you want I'm not interested in any of that, but I have like modded weapons in my suit a little bit and my ship. Like you could ignore that too if you want and just find new weapons. And because once you start modding them, you kind of get attached and it's, do I want to get rid of this now? I've, I've spent time and, and things on it. Yeah. Uh, so it's all that kind of extra stuff is very much how you want to play. It's it, none of it's mandatory at all. I think I'm going to save all that to the new Game Plus thing because it sounds like, like, and I, again, I have no idea why, but like you're not, people weren't supposed to talk about new Game Plus in the, as part of the review embargo and all this stuff, like it seems like it's going to play a pretty crucial part of the story somehow. So I figure like, I'm not going to worry about outposts or really like building new ships. I've seen people build like the millennium Falcon and like an X wing and all these cool things. Like I'll, I'll play with those systems once I finish the game really and have a much better, hopefully have a much better understanding of what's up. And then like, that's kind of like, so, sort of like it was for fallout four. Like I didn't do any of the, that kind of stuff until the nuka cola world or whatever it was expansion where like they kind of doubled down on that kind of stuff mm. and i'd already like gotten the game in my head and i knew what i was doing so anyway yeah it's it sounds like <clears throat> they've got a meaningful way to make new game plus actually make sense that said i never do it i'm i'm a finish the game and done i'm normally not even a dlc guy like i may or may not play the dlc for this i very rarely do it all uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to just being done at some point relatively soon. And that's a, probably a weird thing to say for a game I've just hyped up massively and said I'm more addicted to this <laughs> than any game in years. But it's also like it, it's going to be quite a deep, heavy game that I'm looking forward to kind of having finished within like a three or four week block. Yeah. Like it's. I know where everything is now. Like the, the star map is clunky as hell. And I, like if you don't remember, if you want to go back somewhere that's not a quest, so you're not fast traveling because you want to go to a store or something, you just need to remember where that is. Yeah. And then there's not a mini-map on the planet, so you need to remember how to walk there. Yeah. That is annoying. Yeah. So having played it just continuously, I still remember all that stuff. But it, from that point of view, it would be tough to just kind of leave this for a couple of weeks, come back into it, and just pick back up again. In yeah. a sense, it's doable. Because, because of how the quests work, you could just fast travel to the next quest, and you're kind of just in it. Like, you don't have to remember where to go or who to speak to. You can just kind of carry on that way. But I think the menus and the mechanics would take a little bit to get back into. So if you've got time, I think it's not a bad power through game. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think this, there's a lot broken with this, but I think there's a lot of room for improvement. And I don't think like that is going to extend into like, you know, making it so you can fly from space down and land on a planet. But like, you know, maybe menu systems, maybe the star map will get yeah. an overhaul. At least, you know, like 
saving coordinates in your own list or something so you can you know quickly punch in you know star system x that you really like or whatever i think those kind of things are probably attainable and i think because that's what people are talking about the most i think that's probably what's going to be addressed first or should be and i don't think it would be that difficult to implement those types of systems so i think that'll definitely happen it's no cyberpunk so get that out of your head it's perfectly fine ready to play um really smooth good experience now i do think six to 12 months from now it'll be even better they'll fix a lot of the things we've had issues with um they yeah they're certainly not going to change the flying in and out of a planet that's always going to be a loading screen it's that's too ingrained into what the game is to change that that's a that's a new game basically to change that yeah because essentially how it works is you don't even land on the planet you land in an in basically just teleports you to a part of the level which loads around you and to to move to another part of the planet you need to reload that so um it's different to a game like no man's sky where you you can just kind of randomly roam the world yeah another not really a valid complaint like it's just not part of this game it doesn't matter you you don't want to do that you can keep running if you want in the same way you can keep flying in space and i think someone did find you can fly for 10 hours and you eventually get to like a jpeg of pluto and you just fly through it because you you need to teleport (laughs) to to go there yeah and like okay cool like that's never going to happen if you're just playing like a normal person the no vehicles thing I kind of get because I, I feel like the jetpack isn't quite powerful enough. If it was a bit quicker and maybe by default you could fly a little higher, like I feel like that would do enough because you, you normally only run up to like seven, 800 meters and yeah. then you're fast traveling back. Once you've been there once, you just fast travel. Yeah. So, so it's not that big of a deal. And if they put in bigger vehicles than that, I don't think there's enough world loaded around you for the vehicles. But it still kind of feels like you want to hop on your little destiny bike now and again and just kind of scoot over somewhere. And the, the jetpack could be that. They just need to make it a little more powerful. Like, and I think I think something will happen here. I I don't think full vehicles would work on a planet because it's just it's it's a it feels like a quite an open area, but it's not full open world. So I'm not sure how that would work. I don't know. Um, we're over time for our what we're supposed to do. So let's let's wrap this up mostly so I can go to sleep. I'm exhausted. Or you know you can go play Starfield again. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Who knows. Um, I, I would wholly recommend this to anybody. I don't think you need to be a space fan. Uh, I think if you like RPGs in any way, shape, or form, I think if you like compelling characters and storylines, I think there's a lot for anyone. I I have completely unashamedly turned the combat down to the easiest because it doesn't matter, and probably the combat's like the least fun stuff to me. It's more everything else around it, so I'm happy you know just getting past that stuff to get back to the good stuff uh, what do you, what do you think ben uh i think this is bethesda softworks at least best game probably ever for me like I, i'm as much as it's hard to go past fallout 3 and skyrim hold a kind of a special place in that they total game change at the time this probably goes past it like i'm having more fun with this than any of those uh, it just it, it's addictive to play i think the quest system is really good probably the best of any game i think that's what it's nailed like the, the way it intertwines main quests mainish but not quite main faction quests random side quests they all just kind of come together as as things to do that you want to do and it, it kind of carries you along for the journey in a way that most games don't like it, it doesn't feel like it's got that random package it doesn't feel like it's got the ubisoft bloat even though it's got heaps of content maybe because it doesn't have a proper map you can't see the bloat um <laughs> Certainly got some flaws, but I, I kind of feel like the good massively outweighs the bad. It's it's exactly the game I wanted it to be, essentially. So 
absolutely worth playing. All I would say is if you're giving it a quick try on Game Pass, you kind of need to commit to that five to 10 hour mark to, to really see what it actually is. Yeah, I think that's a very fair call. Because yeah, it's it yeah, it's not that it's bad. It's just not fully representative of what you're actually going to be doing. Yeah, um, and it it doesn't explain anything, so you need some time to figure it out. So you need to kind of, and I, I kind of get it. Like it still feels like you're going through a lot of tutorials, but then heaps isn't explained. So if they did explain it, it would be like a 25 hour tutorial. So, yeah. so I do kind of get that approach. Well, there you go. Um, well, I'm sure we're not going to stop talking about Starfield now that we've talked about it for 40 minutes. So we'll, we'll keep heading back into it. Um, next week will be... It's weird because there was nothing out for a good long while. Now we're inundated with we're stuff. We're in the game time. We're, yeah. uh, we're just going to lock ourselves away basically and play games for the next two months. Yeah. As I'll it's game season. It is. Yeah. I'll, I'll be able to talk about Forza, the crew motor fest, which is basically Forza, uh, Mortal Kombat 1. I'm sure there's other stuff by the time we hit next week. So lots to look forward it's to. Tough. Well, we'll be back. We're back to our weekly schedule. So thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week.